Hello and welcome to Teen Mum Universe, an exploration of all things Teen Mum, sprinkled with a bit of British flavour. I'm your host, Lucy B. Hi guys, welcome. I'm very excited to be moving on to the OG gals and we're going to be looking at Macy's 16 and pregnant. But before I do that, here's a little something for those of you who follow me on Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, why not? You need to be following at Team Mum Universe, Y-O Universe, see what I did there. And you will know if you follow me that I posted this week a social media question of the week. Oh, exciting new feature for the podcast. So this week's social media question of the week was shag, marry, avoid, Kiefer, Kiefer, Andrew, or Nathan, three of Janelle's lovely <clears throat> exes. So here are my thoughts and opinions on this burning question. I know we're living in a crazy world and there's so many big questions to ask, but I think arguably this is the biggest question on everyone's minds. BTW, the only way I would ever go through with any of this in the real world is if I had a gun to my head, but let's do it. So you might be surprised, you might not be surprised. I would shag Nathan because I do not want to marry him and I feel like the steroids have made his little peen so small and shriveled that I would hardly feel a thing, it would last like two seconds and then it'd be over and I could go on with my life. That's it, done and dusted, no more talking to Nathan. I would avoid Andrew because, well, he scares the bejesus out of me. And as we discovered in Janelle's 16 and Pregnant, he is a asshole. And I would marry Kiefer. Now, you may be surprised at this, but this is what I think about Kiefer. I think Kiefer and Janelle had some good times. Yeah, they had fights in car parks and threw jars of change at each other's head, but they also had some really good times. I think Kiefer's pretty chill. We could probably have a chat, grab a beer together, have some fine times. And before I know it, he'd probably get arrested for smoking weed. He could go to jail and I could live my life happily ever after. Boom, done. Social media question of the week. Make sure you follow me on Instagram to see what next week's social media question of the week will be. Wasn't that fun, everybody? Just what we needed. Now, on with the show. We're going to talk about Macy. What to say about Macy? I feel like at first... I'm talking present day now, so let's go back, jump back maybe a couple of years. I feel like... Perhaps Macy was getting a little bit of flack for keeping Bentley from his father and his grandparents, even though everyone knew Ryan was awful. Now, though, I think Ryan is getting worse and worse. He's running his whole family through the ringer. He's really damaging Bentley. And to be honest, at this point, I've always been on Macy's side, but I feel like the majority of people now are like full team Macy. Ryan is a bully. He is putting his family through hell and it's not I just want to clarify the reason I think that is not because he's a drug addict drug addiction is a disease and that is really really sad for all of them but the thing is even without the drug addiction Ryan is not a good person Ryan is selfish Ryan is narcissistic and Ryan is mean and we can see that even in this 16 and pregnant episode where yeah he's not using heroin here but he's still not nice to Macy, he's not nice to his mum, he's not nice to his son. 
So yeah, I'm just putting that on the table. I'm fully team Macy and I think most people are these days. I would love to be a fly on the wall in Ryan and Mackenzie's house because I do not know what Mackenzie is thinking. I think maybe at first she was like 20 years old when she got with him. She already had a kid. She saw that he came from a nice family. She saw that he had that teen mum money and she was like, yeah, I feel like I could set up a life with this guy why she has stayed with him through cheating allegations, him going to jail, the drug addiction, him missing his child's birth because he was in prison, like all, all this stuff. I think Mackenzie's just been really stubborn because when she first got together with Ryan, probably everyone in her life and also the general public were thinking, what is this girl doing? This is gonna be a mistake. And now I feel like if she, she thinks if she leaves Ryan, she's admitting that she, did make a mistake and that she was wrong and I think she's too stubborn to do that so I think Mackenzie's just sticking that head way in the sand taking care of those babies and putting up with Ryan's crap and I feel bad for her and I feel really bad for Jen and Larry as well I don't know what I would do if I was in their situation so that's Ryan and Macy now no more teen mum news this week really I mean I'm recording this on the Saturday it was Caitlin's 29th birthday yesterday Woo! Happy birthday, Caitlin. 29 years young. Caitlin was born in 1992, the same year as me. Fun fact. Other than that, though, I don't think anything huge has been going on. The current episodes of OG have been a little dull recently, so let's take a nice journey down memory lane and look at Macy's 16 and pregnant. Here we go. Hey. My name is Macy. I'm 16, I live in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I'm a total overachiever. I get good grades, I play softball, and I'm even on the cheerleading squad. Oh, okay, Macy, just toot your own trumpet there a little bit. But don't let that fool you. I do have a wild side. I'm all about dirt bikes. My boyfriend Ryan started chasing me when I was a sophomore. I wasn't into him at first because he rides four-wheelers, which to me are not cool. But eventually, he swept me off my feet. He even put a ring on my finger. All my friends are psyched for senior year, but I'm graduating early and moving in with Ryan because I'm pregnant. Okay, so three questions from me after that intro. Number one, what's a sophomore? Because I feel like a senior in high school is what we would call year 13, second year of what we would call college. I feel like a junior is what we would call year 12, first year of what we would call college. So is a sophomore like year 11? And then what's a freshman, year 10? That's a guess, I'm probably way out. No one here is helping me on these strange American education systems that I long to know about. Maybe I should consult Google. Number two, Ryan looks like a completely different person pre-heroin. I've actually never found Ryan attractive and I think that's just because of his terrible personality. But also he was never really my type, that kind of brooding, I don't know, not, not into like the tall, dark and handsome that he is serving. Nevertheless, it's undeniable he looks so much better here than he does now. Number three, imagine being engaged at 16. That is wild, man. Like, I was still hanging out in Nando's and going bowling with the girls. Yeah, crazy. Okay, so we get into that. 
meat of the episode. September, 32 weeks pregnant. We see pregnant Macy. She's bigger than I've ever seen her here in any of her other pregnancies. This is, I thought maybe, because I've not watched this episode for a while, I thought maybe Macy would be similar to Leah in that she's nine months pregnant and like a size four. But no, Macy, bless her, is pretty plump. She's got a little chubby face. She looks very sweet. She chats to Keely in the car park. So Keely, as we know, is one of her oldest friends and still in the picture now. It's good that Macy can maintain friendships. I think that says something really nice about Macy is that she has had the same friends for the last 10, 11, 12, 13 years. She must be doing something right. She must be a decent, fun, loyal human. None of the other girls really still have friendships like this. I feel like Chelsea maybe kind of comes in and out, but I mean, she's totally bailed on that girl whose boyfriend was a paedophile. I mean, yeah, I can't really blame her on that, but yeah, I feel like Chelsea, no, she doesn't really have this strong female friendship because Chelsea was investing all her time in Adam when she was in her early 20s and now she's investing all her time in Cole. Janelle has Tori, her ride or die, but not really anyone else. Leah, I guess, has that girl Kayla, but she moved to Vegas a few years ago. Amber, well, she has no friends. Amber talks to her producers and talks to Gary and Christina. Who am I missing? Caitlin, Caitlin's in her own world with Tyler. So yeah, what I'm saying is Macy throughout has always had a nice supportive group of girlfriends and good on her for keeping those girlfriends around. Macy says, my high school friends still live at home with their parents, so they think it's really cool that I have my own place. So we get a shot of Macy outside her own place. There's a weird colour scheme going on here. Macy's hair is bright red at this point, as is the front door on her new place, the window shutters on her new place, and also her t-shirt. It's a very red vibe going on here. Macy points to a sofa and says, I bought that couch with my own money. Her friend says, did you? She goes, yes, I saved up my $7 an hour paychecks. Where did she work? For her dad? I think that I, when I wrote that, actually, I was guessing that she works for her dad, but it is actually confirmed later in the episode that she works for her dad. So that's, I guess, where she's getting her $7 an hour paychecks. Also, apparently, this is something we never talked about on Teen Mom, but I have heard from a few different sources. Macy's dad apparently went to prison at a point for some sort of money laundering weird finance thing with his business. So more about that, please, MTV. Macy's life, apart from Ryan, is pretty dull. So that would like spice things up a little bit. Yeah, I heard that is true. I don't know if it is, but I heard he was in jail, which, yeah, they kept very quiet about that. Macy shows her friends the apartment. It's okay, it's like a standard young person's first flat. She shows them Bentley's room and there's clothes all over the floor, all this little things that they've bought for him. He's going to be a very well-clothed baby. Voiceover. We're having a boy and we're going to name him Bentley. I wonder if she regrets naming him Bentley. Just like you know Chelsea regrets calling Aubrey, Aubrey with a double E. I wonder if Macy regrets naming her first son after a sports car. That's what a Bentley is, right? It's a car. I know she calls him Benny a lot now, which is a cute name, but I'm not keen on Bentley, it's got to be said. 
Macy's in a room with her friends. There's a Burberry bag on the dressing table. It's all very 2008. Her friend asks how she told her mum she was pregnant and Macy says it was through text message. This friend who asked the question is still also in the picture, I think. I can't remember her name, but it's the girl with the blonde hair and the really pretty face. I know all her friends look like that, but I specifically recognise this friend. Macy says she was sitting in class and she texted her mum. One, how was she texting in class? How was she not getting in trouble? Like, that's quite rebellious, Macy. Two, here is the text exchange. Macy says, hi, mum. Her mum says, hi. Macy says, I have to tell you something. I'm pregnant. Her mum says, well, if you're joking, it's not funny. If you're for real, we are not having this conversation via text message. Oh, God, imagine. So Macy says she got home from school. Her mum and dad were sitting at the table waiting for her. Macy was fine until her mum hugged her and then they both started crying. Macy looks like such a little girl here. She looks so young. I guess this is before all the beer found her. The friend then, after that fairly emotional tale of Macy and her mum breaking down in each other's arms, abruptly changes the subject and goes, so who's wearing heels? I guess they're going out for dinner and they're deciding whether or not to wear heels. They all say, yeah, we get a shot of Macy's super high heels that she's rocking under a bootcut jean. I feel like this style is actually making a comeback, but it was also very 2008. Also, how is she wearing heels when she's pregnant? I can barely wear heels when I'm just not pregnant. <laughs> like, what is that? They go to Hiroshi's, Hiroshi's, I think it's called. We get a shot of her friend trying to park a car and doing it about as well as I do, i.e. not well at all. Keely's at the meal and she's rocking a clipping single strand pink hair extension. You go, Keely. She is feeling herself. They sit and eat sushi and Macy tells them she heard about a girl who was breastfed until she was 12. At this point, I'm finding it hard to tell the friends apart because they are all now blonde and skinny and pretty, apart from the one black girl that Macy's still friends with. I think she's called Shay, so I guess well done Macy for having some sort of diversity in your friendship group but it's not great could do better Macy is saying that she doesn't want to breastfeed fair enough good on her I feel like a lot of young mums well on the show it seems like a lot of the mums feel a lot of pressure to conform to this breastfeeding thing and Macy's like no I'm not gonna do it and her kids have turned out fine so yeah good for you Macy Macy says it's great to have such a supportive group of friends I just hope that things go as smoothly with my new extended family so Macy and Ryan are in the car, they're on their way to meet both sets of parents and they're discussing if their parents are going to get along. So does this mean that the parents haven't met yet? Because Macy's like seven months pregnant at this point. Surely her parents would have wanted to speak to Ryan's parents as soon as he knocked her up. But I don't know, it seems like they've not met yet. So they get there and all the parents sit in Jen and Larry's back garden for a barbecue on those classic fold-out chairs. Macy's mum has not aged at all, by the way. She looks exactly the same now as she does here. Larry and Jen look a good 20 years younger here because this is pre all the heroin drama that their sons put them through and the emotional roller coaster that he's about to take them on. So oh, I do feel really, I feel bad for Jen and Larry. I mean, of course they have their faults, but they love their son and he is putting them through a lot and I feel, I feel bad for them and they've just aged so much. We get a voiceover saying, you can imagine how shocked my parents were when they first found out, but my dad didn't kill Ryan and they're trying to be supportive. Ryan here is wearing a baseball cap and those weird stretch earrings. Do you remember those where 
guy guys and girls i think macy had these in for a while as well they would put those earrings in that made their ear hole bigger and then they would stick big spikes through them so ryan is wearing these and a baseball cap and he looks straight out of blink 182 but in fairness that is probably every 16 year old girl's wet dream in 2008 to be with a guy that looks like that so i can see why macy was with him they talk about whether or not macy will get an epidural ryan is at this point already disinterested there's also another middle-aged lady in the background here who i've never seen before she pops up one more time when macy graduates later in the show mtv doesn't give her a little name caption thing so i have no idea she doesn't look like either of the two families so i don't know who that middle-aged lady is it's just like oh we've got this middle-aged lady that we keep in the yard Macy says, I have a lot to handle at only 16. We get a shot of Macy writing a check. Remember checks? I don't think I've ever written a check in my entire life. Ryan works a night shift as a diesel mechanic. Can't believe Ryan actually had a job at a point in time. And I make ends meet working part-time with my dad. This is not how I pictured my senior year. Macy and Ryan are driving somewhere now. Macy asks Ryan if he's coming to her baby shower. I'm guessing he does not end up going to the baby shower. Ryan says she doesn't need any more stuff for the baby. You can already tell he's really jealous of the baby at this point. And I think that's one of Ryan's many major issues with Bentley is that Ryan was always the only child. Ryan was spoiled by Jen and Larry. Then Bentley comes along and everyone kind of loves Bentley more than they love Ryan. And Ryan cannot deal with that. Macy's eyes look amazing here, by the way. They're... Sometimes Macy's eyes look so bright green. I don't know if she wears contacts or if sometimes, I don't know, it's just like a trick of the light and she looks really amazing. But yeah, her eyes look great. They go to Angar's Hoogies, which I think is a restaurant. Macy says, it seems like every time I bring up something baby related, Ryan's not interested in talking about it. So they're at the meal and they argue over whether or not Bentley will ride two wheelers or four wheelers, a burning question, of course. They then go on to talk about Ryan's job. Macy asks him in a very reasonable way what time he finishes work. And he says 4.30 a.m. I guess he's working the night shift. Macy asks him if that's what time he'll finish every day. And he and Ryan says to Macy, Macy, you're acting stupid as hell. Right. Is it stupid for your pregnant fiancé to inquire what time you're going to be getting home? I don't think that's too stupid as hell. I think that's pretty reasonable. Ryan talks to Macy terribly and... I wonder why she doesn't just leave him now, except I don't wonder that because she's carrying his baby and she's a child, but who Ryan was, it seems, never nice to Macy. Like, it seems like, you know, sometimes people stay with abusers because they pine for the good times, but in this 16 and pregnant episode, there are no good times, so those good times must have been way earlier in the relationship if they existed. 36 weeks pregnant, MTV plays some light piano jazz as we zoom in on Ryan brushing his teeth. Then we get a shot of Macy in the bedroom doing her makeup. I love seeing inside people's bedroom. She has a rail of bags and belts on the back of her door and they are all so 2008. Ram was all about marrying me when he first asked, but he hasn't shown much enthusiasm since then. So later on in the day, Macy wants to take a mirror pic of her and Ryan. Do you remember the days before front-facing cameras and we all would sit and point our cameras at the mirrors and take pictures and we all thought we were super cool? What was that about? Anyway, Ryan is not having it at all. 
this scene is actually my very first memory of watching 16 and Pregnant. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know anything about Macy and Ryan. I just saw this guy being an asshole and refusing to take a picture with his girlfriend. And I was like, okay, I am hooked at this point. So yeah, Macy is trying to get Ryan to take a picture with her. Again, I would suggest a reasonable thing for Macy to be doing. Oh, let's have a nice picture with my boyfriend. They're posing for the picture. Ryan is refusing to smile. Macy's like, Ryan, look happy. I feel really bad for her at this point. She's like a little girl at this point and he is not being very nice to her. So after the mirror pick debacle, Macy and Ryan go out to eat with some more friends at one of those places where they cook the food in front of you and do all these tricks with like throwing the food in the air and lighting big fires and stuff. I don't know, you know what I mean, right? Ryan's friends all tell Ryan to go to a parenting class because he doesn't know anything about babies, which, yeah, good advice, friends. The chef then gets Ryan up to do a trick with an egg, but Ryan can't do it and everyone laughs. Voiceover. I would love to stay out partying with Ryan's friends, Ryan's friends, but it's a school night and since my due date was on a collision course with graduation, I transferred to an accelerated school. We get a shot of Macy here walking into her accelerated school. We get a shot of her in the classroom with all her pals and MTV have clearly asked all these classmates to ask about the baby. So they do a really bad job of pretending to be interested and asking her what she's going to call the baby and how she feels and how Ryan is. Macy tells some girl that she's going to call him Bentley Cadence. I forgot that Bentley's middle name was Cadence. Oh, not sure about that. Another girl asks, is there anything physical you can't do that you used to? I mean, yeah, yes, of course, she can't physically do the same things now that she's pregnant. Macy just says that she used to play softball and volleyball and she can't anymore. We then get the briefest of touches on if Macy was definitely going to keep the baby from the start. And Macy just says that every option crossed her mind, but she never considered doing any of those things, i.e. abortion or adoption. At this point, I want to say why. Why was why did Macy not consider these things? I feel like Macy was a perfect candidate for abortion or adoption because she was such an overachiever. She clearly had so much potential. She could have gone to a really good college. So I wish, again, I wish MTV would expand on that more, but Macy kind of brushes over it really quickly, like, oh yeah, the other option has never really crossed my mind. We then stay in this classroom scene for way longer than I would want, and we just see all these random people who are never seen again touching her belly and chatting about the baby. Macy says the attention is nice, but it is definitely not the day's assignment. Is the attention nice? If all those people were pawning over my belly and trying to like grab me and touch me, I'd be like, get away, sir, right now. Next scene, we're finally out of that lingering classroom shot. Today is my baby shower and I'm picking up my friends from my old school. Macy's posse walk out of the school. They're definitely the popular group at school. This fact is only confirmed by that episode much later on where Macy storms the beach with her army of Barbies to confront Ryan and Dallas and Bentley on the beach. So yeah, I feel like Macy is definitely a bit of a mean girl, but I'll let her off because she is a good mum. Macy asks some guy if he wants to touch her belly and he says, no, he doesn't want to catch it. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's apparently how people get pregnant. You just touch another pregnant belly and, oh, oh my God, I've got a baby inside me. Next clip, Macy has a baby shower. It's actually pretty low-key and better than I thought it would be. It's just Macy and her girlfriend sat around her living room, all very chill. Macy opens presents. Macy's voiceover says, this stuff is all so cool, but Bentley's sweetest gift of all time came from my mum and dad. 
We then see said gift. Macy rolls out of the garage on a baby motorbike. She says, I'm really grateful that I have such cool parents. I definitely don't plan to be a hard ass on Bentley. Which, in fairness, she isn't, although she clearly does discipline him because Bentley's a really good kid. He's not running wild like some of the other kids in the franchise, aka Adeline Faith. Ugh. My due date is coming up fast, so Ryan is taking me for my final doctor's appointment. So they're on the way to the doctor's appointment. Macy looks pregnant as hell and absolutely exhausted. They're driving there and Ryan proceeds to make Macy get out of the car and check if he has a flat tire. Ryan is the worst voiceover. I know Ryan is dreading this baby, but would it kill him to pretend to be supportive? So we're in the scan now and Ryan looks completely disinterested. I'm surprised he even went to the scan TBH because he clearly doesn't want to be there and I feel like he definitely is not going to any of Mackenzie's scans in the present day, mainly because he's in jail. But even if he wasn't in jail, I don't think he would be at these scans for little Jagger and what's the other one called? Stella. The scan lady does some sort of internal exam on Macy here and I thought this must hurt Macy so bad because Macy claimed here and maintains to this day that she got pregnant on her first time having sex so her vagina is like i'm sorry to be graphic but her vagina is not stretched out at all and she's got this woman doing like a cervix exam on her this must hurt so much but macy looks pretty calm on the bed she's like not really letting it bother her it seems the the doctor says she's one and a half centimetres dilated and I am so confused because I know they say this in every 16 and pregnant episode but what are they talking are they talking about her cervix or are they, are they talking about her vagina like is she just walking around with an open vagina what is going on I don't know I I'm so clueless on these things I should probably do a bit of wikipediaing about the process of birth now that I have a podcast about babies being born but yeah I'm like what are they talking about is that her cervix I don't know the doctor leaves and Macy gets dressed she said there's no going back now Bentley is coming whether we like it or not 38 weeks pregnant Ryan's parents are cool but I'm still getting used to the idea of being 16 and having in-laws so Macy Ryan and his parents sit around the table here Macy she's wearing her little glasses her hair is up I thought it was in pigtails for a second, but it's not. It's just in a ponytail. She's wearing no makeup and she looks so young. She says to Ryan's parents that Ryan's the first boyfriend she's ever had. Oh God, way to start off with a good one, Macy. The table here is sponsored by Coca-Cola. There's approximately 5 million cans of Coca-Cola scattered across the dinner table. Larry says he's surprised Macy's parents even let Ryan in their house, to which I say, yeah, I agree. Then Jen then of course defends Ryan and she says to Larry, well, you are five years older than me. I forgot about the age gap between Ryan and Macy here. How could I forget that? This is so creepy. Ryan is a full grown man. He's like 20, 21. And Macy is a very young looking 16 year old virgin when they meet. Like, oh, gross. Larry asks Macy if she ever had the sex talk with her mum or the hokey pokey talk as they put it nice macy's like no because there wasn't enough time between the hokey pokey starting and bentley being conceived so yeah nice they asked ryan what happened because they definitely had the sex talk with him jen probably bought ryan gold plated condoms and was like i love you baby here's some presents but i guess he didn't use said condoms because now macy is pregnant we get some sort of heavy rock music next while Macy straps up her giant pregnant belly 
And she says, there's only so much precaution I can take now, but what can I say? When daddy wants to ride quads, we ride quads. Hmm, that sounds safe. Ryan and Macy are now quad biking around. Macy's a full nine months pregnant at this point, pretty much. Macy, surprise, surprise, has to ask him to stop. And for a minute, I actually think Ryan is not going to stop, but he does. Macy whispers to Ryan, Ryan, I think it's time. And he's like, time for what? What do you think, Ryan? It's time to go to the hospital and have your baby. Cue dramatic music. Dun, 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 dun. Macy and Ryan go to Erlanger Hospital. I don't know where that is, but MTV names it as Erlanger Hospital. I'm guessing somewhere in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Macy says, giving birth to my baby was the hardest thing I've ever done. I kicked and screamed for over 30 hours of non-stop pain until finally, and then we get some home video footage of Bentley. It's all very emotional. Little Bentley is so cute. I forgot that we don't see any footage of Macy in labour. I guess because this was the pilot, they decided not to do that. Whereas on the later episodes of 16 and Pregnant, you de they definitely have a camera crew in there, full blown, filming the birth, filming these girls in labour. But yeah, we don't get any of that with Macy she just says it lasts 30 hours and then we get a little bit of home footage of little baby Bentley Macy kisses Bentley's head and is looking so maternal and so at peace Ryan is looking like he would rather be anywhere else we get this the classic screenshot Bentley Cadence born October 27th 2008 4.19pm six pounds four ounces I can't believe this kid is nearly 13 years old. That makes me feel old. We then get a shot of Macy talking to Ryan and him completely ignoring her. She then says via voiceover, things haven't been this good since before I got pregnant. I just hope it lasts. A, girl, Ryan is blatantly ignoring you, so it does not seem like things are that good. B, oh, that's ominous. The old, I hope it lasts. It's clearly not going to. Ryan is so excited to be a father that he ran out and got a huge tattoo of Bentley's name. Great parenting there, Ryan. That's really what a newborn baby needs from you. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. We haven't even left the hospital yet. Okay, and then MTV does this weird rewinding effect that clearly didn't make it past the pilot and into any of the other episodes. But we sort of go get this like... And get... Yeah, this rewound footage of Ryan and Macy leaving the hospital, walking backwards, going back into the hospital bed. Two days old. Macy's getting discharged now. Ryan puts Bentley's car seat in the car and I'm surprised that he didn't make the fresh out of labour Macy put the car seat in the car. They drive home and get a voiceover. I always said we would just know what to do when Bentley came, but now I'm not so sure. They get home, they're sat on the sofa, Macy's holding Bentley, Ryan asks her if it's what she thought it was going to be, and Macy says, yeah, it is. She asks Ryan if it's what he thought it was going to be, he looks very uncomfortable and like he'd rather be anywhere else, and says, no, I figured he'd come out walking and riding. I don't even think Ryan's joking here, I genuinely think that's what Ryan thought it would be like to have a newborn baby. I was worried Ryan would expect Bentley to change his own diapers too, but so far, so good. Really weird watching Ryan change this kid's diaper who he now has such a fractured relationship with. I do feel really bad for Bentley. Then they, so Ryan's putting the diaper on and they realise they put it on backwards and everyone laughs. Macy says, it's not perfect, but we're doing the best we can. Ryan even swapped the day shift, so he leaves early in the morning and Bentley is all man. So in this next scene, we, so we get footage of Ryan leaving to go to work and then Macy sat in, I don't know, I guess the nursery on this little chair holding Bentley. Then we get this really creepy music and... Macy remains on the chair holding the baby, but the screen now says six weeks later and the music is kind of like, 
like a slowed down kids jack-in-a-box music you know the kind that is used in every GCSE drama piece across the country like if you took GCSE drama in the UK you know exactly what I mean at this point if not you're like what is she talking about Macy says I'm going stir crazy just taking care of Bentley week after week I can't believe how much I miss my old life hanging out with friends, riding dirt bikes and cheerleading, but those days are gone. My high school years are officially over. Cut to Macy's graduation. I actually almost got emotional here as Macy walked across the stage because I am really proud of her for not only graduating, but graduating early, doing it all pretty much on her own while she's taking care of a baby. She looks really happy and proud as well. They call her name, she walks across the stage. Macy's full name is Macy Deshane Bookout. What is with these crazy middle names? I totally forgot her middle name was Deshane. Deshane, Deshawn. It's I looked it up, it's spelled Deshane, but it did when the woman said it at the graduation, it did kind of sound like she was saying Deshawn. So yeah, Macy Deshawn book out. Macy has graduation photos taken with Bentley. She says, I'm thrilled to see my friends, but it's harder to keep up with them now we have a baby. So they all go out for a celebratory meal afterwards. Bentley needs changing at this meal. So Ryan, of course, says, oh, this is your day, Macy. Why don't you relax here with your friends and I'll go change his diaper. Kidding, he makes Macy get up, leave her own celebratory meal to go change Bentley's diaper. She goes to change him, but there's no changing table in the toilet. So it takes her ages and she essentially misses the food coming. After the meal, her friends ask if she's gonna go out with them, but she says she can't because of Bentley. Someone at the meal, BTW, has a very 2008 pob style haircut. Do you remember the, the posh bob where it was much longer at the front and then short at the back and like six in 10 young adults had this haircut circa 2007, 2008, 2009. Macy's friends leave and Macy and Ryan take Bentley's home. Macy says, while my friends go out to celebrate, I have to take Bentley home. And sometimes it feels like I'm taking care of two babies. Ryan's tattoo is sweet, but I hope he realizes that being a father is more than just having your baby's name tattooed on your body. Yeah, he really doesn't, Macy. Nothing changes there in the next 13 years. Macy and Ryan are in the living room. Macy's parents have given her some money for graduating. Ryan is clearly jealous again. She's counting it out and he kind of belittles her and he's like, oh, you didn't even do nothing to get that money. I mean, Macy's parents do give her a wild amount of money. They give her $1,300, which I would argue is a little bit excessive. But it would have been nice for Ryan to say something like, I don't know, Macy, you worked really hard to graduate, especially being pregnant and especially graduating early. That's really well deserved. I'm proud of you. I don't know, just an idea there for Ryan. What he instead says is that she'd better hide it because he'll steal it from her if not. And Macy says she'll hide it in Bentley's diaper because he never looks in there, which is actually a really good comeback from Macy. Macy says, even with cash incentive, I'm worried that Ryan won't do his fair share. Two months old. I've always been called an overachiever. Since I graduated high school early, I enrolled in Chattanooga State and started college. And just seven short years later, ladies and gentlemen, Macy graduates with a two-year degree. Macy pulls up in the college parking lot at 7.25. Again, how early does school and college start in America? She's arriving at 7.25. I would get up at like 8am and be at school for nine. I don't know, very weird. She says, I know it'll be a lot to juggle, but I'm not going to let having a baby slow me down. So we get a very brief clip of Macy in her college classroom and the teacher at the front of the classroom 
is telling them what to expect from college. The teacher says verbatim, this is not like high school. If you don't do your work, your red wagon, I'm not dragging it around. What is that saying? Your red wagon, I'm not dragging it around. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Someone please enlighten me. Macy says, as if college wasn't enough, I'm also making time to join a dance team with my friends and to help pay for it all, I'm still working at my dad's shop. To keep up my hectic new schedule, I have to rely on a ton of free daycare from my mom. So at the end of the day, Macy goes to pick up Bentley from her mom. Her mom asks if Ryan is going to be ever dropping by to pick him up. And Macy's like, does he ever? I can't believe they last another year, at least from here. Macy and Ryan stay together for... They're definitely... I know they have a brief little separation, but they're definitely together for Bentley's first birthday. Because I remember that episode of Teen Mum where Macy and her mum were setting up all the party decorations and Ryan was asleep upstairs and you could tell all Macy's friends really hated Ryan so yeah they're definitely together for at least another year here I think possibly more cut to Ryan and Macy's apartment Macy now has her eyebrow pierced BTW this is never a reference but she suddenly has this piercing in her face Despite this jazzy new look that she's rocking, Ryan is completely ignoring her and storming around the house. Macy says, Ryan and I are not talking much at all. We haven't even mentioned any wedding plans in over a month, but he still manages to get in quality time with his friends. Get a shot of Ryan playing pool with said friends to demonstrate this, and I feel so bad for Macy. He was not nice to her at all. Imagine being 16 and left at home holding the baby while your horrible boyfriend is out night after night with his mates. So while Ryan's playing pool with his friends, there's a brief clip of him chatting to chatting to them about some girl who Ryan calls fat. And then his friend says, She's got a cute face though. Whew, such charmers here, hold me back. I don't want to be the nagging wife and cramp Ryan style, but taking care of Bentley on my own is starting to get to me. So we're back at Macy and Ryan's apartment now. Macy's on her own. She's sat on the sofa holding Bentley and she and she chats with her friends about basically how little Ryan sees Bentley. She said he basically leaves him in the morning and doesn't come back home until 10pm at night when Bentley's already asleep. Cue the sad music. Later that night, Macy is sat at home doing homework on the couch. She says, I have a ton of homework and I've had Bentley all afternoon, so I'm really hoping Ryan will take his turn tonight. But it's always my turn. Bentley needs his diaper changing. Ryan literally makes Macy do it because he's awful. Macy has to practically like hold down Ryan and beg him to take the baby so she can just finish her homework. Ryan hates Bentley. I'm talking like amber levels of hate in Leah here. That's how much Ryan hates Bentley. She's like, Ryan, can you please just hold him so I can finish my homework? She's almost crying. Macy goes to do the homework and Ryan, who has now been forced to take control of Bentley, plops Bentley on the bed lies next to him, doesn't touch him, doesn't engage with him, doesn't talk to him, turns the light off. Bentley of course starts crying because he's just been thrown on a bed and left and Ryan just ignores it. Ryan is lied next to the baby and the baby is crying. Ryan does nothing, he just stays lying there so that Macy has to again stop her homework to go upstairs and soothe Bentley. Ryan is now for some reason angry, I think if anyone should be angry it should be Macy, but Ryan is angry now, Macy is begging Ryan to hold him while he makes the bottle but he refuses. This scene here, okay this is enough to make teenagers stop having sex I think, if like, if I watch this, when I watch this, 
I would be like, oh my God, yeah, I'm never gonna get pregnant as a teenager because this looks horrific. Ryan then of course does the ultimate and threatens to leave while he continues to ignore Bentley and Macy has to take him downstairs, look after Bentley and try and do her homework. It's just a really sad situation. Three months old, Macy and Ryan go out to get tattoos now. I'm confused, is this a different tattoo from the other tattoo that Ryan got or is MTV just playing with the timeline here? Even so, they're on the way to get the tattoo and Macy has to draw the money out. She is of course paying for it, not Ryan. They get to the, t the tattoo place but it's closed due to plumbing issues. I feel like that scene was kind of pointless here. Like we already know Ryan got a tattoo. We did not need a whole scene of them driving there, walking up to the front door and seeing this little sign saying closed due to plumbing issues. I feel like my time could have been best spend there mtv on a different scene perhaps so that scene then ends and is never spoken again macy says we may not be getting along but ryan's parents want to see the baby so we're putting on a good face this scene here is almost as awkward as Corey and leah's infamous visit to take the girls to see Corey's parents in leah's episode of 16 and pregnant which we covered last week Ryan raids his parents' fridge while they ask how the wedding plans are going. Larry tries to talk to him, but Ryan now sits and is just texting on his phone, reclined, melted into the couch, not engaging with anyone else in the room. Larry tries to gently and very reasonably encourage Ryan to spend more time with Bentley. We now, of course, know in the present day that Ryan is claiming that this is the sole reason he's on heroin. Not because of any of Ryan's bad choices, but no, because his parents gently encouraged him to hang out with Bentley. Sure, Ryan. Macy has a lightning bolt earring in one ear here because she's edgy, I guess. Four months old, we get a clip of Macy changing Bentley's diaper while Ryan sits talking on his phone, being a complete arsehole and ignoring his fiance and child. Macy's made Ryan some waffles and Ryan says, thank you for making me these waffles, kidding. He goes, those damn waffles and storms out of the room. Macy says, it seems I can't do anything right lately and things in our apartment have gone downhill. Although my mom helps out when she can, I can't rely on Ryan. So today I had to take Bentley with me to practice. We got a shot of Macy busting some moves at dance practice and then elsewhere in the room, Keely and some other girl are tending to Bentley. And I just put her, I'm really glad Macy has her girlfriends because yeah, otherwise she would be pretty alone. We get an edgy split screen shot here of Macy practicing her break dancing. And in fairness, she's not bad. Like she's not the best dancer, but it's pretty decent standard of dancing that she's doing. Macy and the rest of the class then go to do the dance all together to music. Macy is inexplicably positioned front and centre, even though she appears to be the least confident dancer. So she messes it up. The dance teacher looks harrowed by what she's just seen. And we get the voiceover, I might have taken on too much too fast with this dance thing. The next day, Macy goes for sushi with Keely and Sway. Both these girls still in the picture now. They talk about being excited for the first dance competition, but Macy says she's thinking about quitting. She says she has to pay for it all herself and she's worried about Bentley the whole time she's there. Her friends tell her that sucks because it was something nice for her to do just for her and now she can't even do that. 
which is true that does suck it's really sad the friends ask where ryan is and macy says i don't understand how i can drop bentley off in the morning then i leave and go to school when i get out of school before i go to work every single day i go and see bentley for like 30 minutes ryan can go to work all day long then he can go work out and eat with his friends after he works out and then come home and it's 10 o'clock and he's ready to go to sleep and i'm like you have a son that hasn't seen you all day which again is true. I feel like Ryan is similar to like an Amber character here where it seems like their baby is born and there's just no paternal or maternal instinct there to want to be around the child and to want to bond with the child. Also I've written here, don't these people get tired? So they like go to work, they go to the gym, they go out for dinner, they come home. I would be exhausted. I like, I personally like to be in my pajamas by approximately 7 p.m. sat in bed with a cup of tea, but I guess I'm not 16 anymore. The friend says Ryan wasn't ready to have a kid and Macy's like, yeah, I wasn't ready either, but I grew up because I had to. Sad music. Macy and Ryan's apartment. Ryan's asleep on the couch. Macy comes home with Bentley. Ryan goes, I thought you had dance practice today. And Macy tells him she quit. This is so bizarre because, so I guess Macy has been weighing up for ages the fact that she's going to potentially quit the dance team. And I guess she doesn't talk about it to Ryan, which, yeah, I get Ryan is horrible, so they probably don't talk about anything. But that's just so sad that she's been through this whole big decision. She's talked it through with her friends, her mum probably, and then she just comes home and she's like, yeah, I quit the dance team. And Ryan's just like, why? It's like, Ryan, you should be talking to your fiancé about this stuff and then maybe you'd know. Ryan asks why and Macy says that she has more priorities now that are more important than dance. But at this point, Ryan has already shut his eyes and gone back to Napland. And he's like nodding off now, melting into the couch. And he goes, now you don't have anything to do. Great, very, very supportive response there from Ryan. We get a voiceover, are you kidding me? I have plenty to do. We get an animation of work, bottles, diapers, cleaning, homework, crib, etc. falling on top of each other in a cartoon animated style to demonstrate the plenty of things that Macy has to do. Then we get the voiceover, unlike Ryan, who has time to call up his friends and plan another night out. So they're in the living room again. Macy and Bentley are on the sofa. Ryan's completely ignoring them. Ryan's on the phone to his friends and he's planning to go out to eat and then go to karaoke. What is this? Who casually goes for a night out at the karaoke? I feel like that's something specifically reserved for like Hindus and I don't know, like big celebrations, like someone's 30th birthday or something. I feel like you don't casually go for a Thursday night karaoke after you've gone out to eat, but that's what Ryan's doing. He asked Macy what she's doing tonight and she's like, um, I'm sitting at home with Bentley. I don't think Ryan is on drugs yet. I mean, he might be doing the occasional bit of weird smoking, but he's definitely not on hard drugs. But even now, pre-being a drug addict, Ryan's head is just all over the place. Like, where is his mind right now that he's thinking in this way? He's so selfish. It's like it doesn't even enter his mind that someone's got to stay at home and look after Bentley. By the way, guys, I'm not crying right now. I just had a slight coughing fit, so do bear with me. We then get a moody nighttime shot of the outside of Macy and Ryan's apartment and sad music. So much sad music in this. This is a very melancholy episode. It's a good episode, actually. It's better than I thought it would be. There's way more stuff going on than I remembered. Macy 
as a character I feel is bless her a little dull but Ryan just brings the drama every time even these days I'm like thank god this franchise has Ryan because that boy is TV gold. Macy's on the phone talking to her mum about how Ryan keeps going out she said she wants to make him happy so that's why she keeps taking all the responsibility for Bentley but Macy's mum says that if Macy just keeps allowing this stuff to happen she's going to end up resentful and angry and yeah that is exactly what's happened. I don't blame Macy for being angry with Ryan. Macy asks her mum if maybe she could come home and her mum goes I don't know if that would really solve it. Poor Macy she's just 16 and she wants to go home and be looked after by her mum and her mum's like no I don't think that would really help. Whew. MTV then clearly ask Macy to take her ring off and place it dramatically on the coffee table so they can get a nice clear shot of that. Four months old. Ryan and I are barely speaking since our fight. He picked up the engagement ring I left on the coffee table and he hasn't mentioned it since. We get a shot now of Ryan working out with Larry pumping that iron. Larry asks how they are and Ryan says the only reason he's staying there right now is because of Bentley. Larry says he knows Ryan still cares about Macy and you can just see the cogs inside Ryan's brain being like I never cared about Macy I literally wanted to have sex with her and now I'm in this whole mess. That's true as well because do you remember that recap show I think it was just before the hiatus between teen mom just before teen mom OG came back and they did that recap and Ryan just openly said to the camera that he never loved Macy. Oh that's got sting. Larry says to him, you can't just give up, Ryan. Which reminded me of the time that Larry told an 11-year-old Bentley that he's crazy if he thinks Larry is going to give up on his only son. Yikes. Larry is a very complex fellow. We get a voiceover now of Macy. I don't want to break up with Ryan, but I need to know that he really wants to be here. Clue, Macy, he does not. Ryan comes home, they sit on the bed and they say they're both worn out with all the arguing. Macy, bless her, looks rough as hell. She's clearly been crying all day. She's clearly exhausted and she's clearly completely broken hearted. During this conversation, Ryan, of course, puts all the blame on Macy and takes no accountability for the breakdown in the relationship. He says he can't even ask her a question without her getting mad. Oh my God, yeah, it's all Macy's fault, Ryan. Macy says she's sick of begging Ryan to take care of Bentley. She enjoys the responsibility, whereas for Ryan, it seems like it's a hassle. And again, Ryan shoots back with that gaslighting. He says the only thing that's a hassle is her. He doesn't enjoy being with her. It's all her fault, etc., etc. He is truly awful. He says he hasn't been happy for a while. And Macy says, well, she knows it all changed when she got pregnant. And we see that classic scene that MTV constantly use going forward in recaps where Macy says, I don't think if we were in this situation right now, we would be this unhappy. And Ryan goes, no, if we didn't have a kid, we wouldn't be together. Macy cries and she says she doesn't want him to stay because he feels like he has to. Macy says it's not good for Bentley if they're together and they hate each other. She's clearly crushed at this point. And again, I just feel really bad for her. Like, there's nothing really to laugh about in this point. So a little 16-year-old girl getting her heart broken for the first time by an absolute arse of a man. And it's just really sad. And guys, sorry to end on a complete downer. But that is the end of the episode. All that's left now is for Macy's little piece to camera. She says, getting pregnant at 16 made man and Ryan's relationship very difficult. Since I got pregnant at 16, it's made a lot of things very, very, very hard. For Bentley's sake, we both want this 
we both want to work this out and do the best we can. We have to make it work until either it does work out like we hope or we just realize that we don't belong together. We then get a quick shot in the midst of Macy's piece to camera. <laughs> I just included this because this was quite funny. Ryan, Ryan wants to order a pizza and Macy says, no, they're not ordering a pizza. I'm making me food. And Ryan goes, that is food. And Macy goes, I mean healthy food. She says, as she sprays a bacon tin head to toe in fry light and cooks a big vat of butter and pasta. Super healthy there. Great cooking skills, Macy. I feel like that's every student who's ever left home and gone to uni. And they're like, oh, I'm going to be healthy tonight and not order takeout. And they just do a big stodge of white pasta on the hob. So, yeah, there was a little shot of that there, which I thought was quite funny. Okay, back to Macy sat on the bed doing her piece to camera. It's been a lot harder than I thought it would be staying with him. And I'm sure he thinks the same thing. But we're going to see how things go. And maybe this summer we'll have our beach wedding that we want. And maybe not. Who knows? Today it's good. Tomorrow it might fall apart again. We're just working on it. And we'll see what the future has in store for us. And that is the end. Dun, da, da, dun. Macy must be thanking her lucky stars that she didn't go through with that marriage with Ryan. Whew, that was a lucky escape there. And that's it. That's the end. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I wasn't massively looking forward to this today because I am on my period and I have had a miserable week. But you know what? Talking about Teen Mum made me feel a lot better. And also watching this episode was very enjoyable. Like I say, it was much better than I thought it was going to be. Mainly thanks to Ryan. So thank you, Ryan, for at least giving us the gift of you being on our TV screens. Tune in next week, folks. I'm going to do another 16 and pregnant for an OG girl. I've pretty much got an idea of what order I'm going to do these OG girls in. But as always, I'm always open to suggestions. So if you want to hit me up on the socials, I'm on at Teen Mum Universe, YO Universe. You can check me out on there, see what delights I'm going to post this week, see what this week's social media question of the week is going to be. As always, please do leave a five-star rating and review if you liked it. Even if you didn't, why not be, just be generous and lie? Write a five-star review anyway. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Tell your friends about the podcast. Hit me up. Have a wonderful week. It's Mother's Day in the UK tomorrow. Well, on the day of release, it will have been Mother's Day today because I'm planning on putting out this episode tomorrow on Sunday. So happy Mother's Day to all my UK listeners. And I will see you next week. Bye, guys.